Hello, friends, and welcome to the Cinemondo podcast, where three people <laughs> talk, talk about movies and trailers and trailers and other stuff. Yeah. And their own, their own, they make up their own personal stories. Yes. That's right. But it's Kathy, be... Mark, and Burke. Mm hmm. And mm -hmm. we're, um, we are together. We are the monkeys. The, the, no, the Cinemondos. <laughs> and um, we're going to talk. We're going to do something that we rarely do. We're, we're going to go outside of the outside of the envelope today. We're going to talk about a horror movie. I love talking about horror movies the most of all. <laughs> That's my most favorite. That's Kathy's bread and butter. <laughs> I love them and, too, of course. And I'm the least of you guys of as far as fandom for horror films, but yeah. I a little if, higher standard than most of us. <laughs> if there's a good one, in fact most a lot of my very favorite movies are horror movies i mean right. and but they have to be really really good and i have to i can't get a sense of you know mean-spirited or somebody trying to provoke me with their film or whatever you know it, that kind of stuff turns me away from it and mm. also just senseless yeah. you know fetishistic blood yeah. violence and sam okay know, with all yeah. that except animal stuff just yeah. none of that. But I'm okay with mean. I'm okay with sadistic. I'm okay with gore. I'm okay with blood. I'm okay with mean. I'm good. I think, but I, I think for me, it's more. Sometimes like, they are too much. <laughs> yeah, I just get a sense from the film if I'm watching it. Okay, this I'm I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna enjoy this, or I'm not going to enjoy it. And it's hard for me to figure out what it yeah. is, but it's there. And I yeah, know fairly early on, I go, okay, this one's got me, yeah. or this yeah. one doesn't have me, and I usually end up turning it off or sitting through it. But this film is a film that is currently on HBO Max. It's a Warner Brothers release that's also at the theaters. But, of course, they also mm -hmm. stream it on HBO Max when it comes out. And it's uh, been out for a few weeks. It's called Malignant. Yeah. And it stars Annabelle Wallace as Madison. And she has she's going through some stuff. <laughs> say that. Yeah. Um, and, you know, James Wan is uh, is a pretty prolific filmmaker. He does a lot of different genres, but he he definitely lands most mostly in kind of horror. He's done a lot of very famous horror. He did Conjuring. He did Insidious. He actually did Aww. some Fast and Furious outside of horror. But he's that's right. He's a very in your face um, kind of filmmaker. He's not a subtle filmmaker. He, right. He's balls to the walls kind of guy. And this movie is not any different. It it is. You can I think you can tell from the credits that it's going to be one of those movies. Um, very hard hitting you know, crazy soundtrack. I mean, the soundtrack is basically a pixie song. I, which I thought yeah. was kind of brilliant because it really worked. Yeah, like it was a really haunting, cool little music cues from Pixie and the same song the whole time. Yeah, I noticed that right. too. And it, and it was weird how it came in. There would be these mm -hmm. sort of um, intense scenes and mm -hmm. then all of a sudden this sort of rocking song would start yeah. playing. It's very it's, cool. It's almost like it become. It's almost like it's a music video vibe to it, mm -hmm. where suddenly you're in a music video, and there's um, yeah. you know, there's a certain. Uh, I don't want to give anything away, but there's a certain feel of you know choreographed, um, weirdness in this film that lends itself to the mm -hmm. idea of a 
of you know maybe like an Aphex Twin vi music video or something. Yeah, well, here's a video there. I can see that. Well, here's yeah. the thing: it's like there's a prologue, and the first mm -hmm. shot is of prologue is great. It's hilarious. Goth, this gothic something right out of a James <laughs> Whale film. This is you know this gothic castle basically you know on a cliff or you know and on the moors or something you know and it's dark and it's yeah. you feel like you know Frankenstein's there or something. Right. But it's not, it's yeah. actually outside of Seattle. Yeah. Well, let me tell you, folks, there's no building like that outside. <laughs> I know they show it like <laughs> sitting there. You're like, what? <laughs> it was so cool. And it's then so I'm like, OK, thing. I'm liking this so far. It's being really weird. <laughs> it, it, this weird sense of, OK, we're, this is not reality, but it sort of is reality because it's a real mm -hmm. city. It, and it takes place supposedly in the 90s, but it doesn't feel like that. you know. But So it gives you this yeah. sort of off kilter vibe, which I think the movie sort of teeters on and kind of goes through. You're not sure. Is this some alternate reality or is this really Seattle? You know, and it's. Well, it has that opening scene in a lab, very right. action packed. It felt very Stranger Things in the beginning, yeah. like this sort of yeah. kind of hokey lab and these big hallways. Everyone's running down the hallways going, come on, we have to, you know, lights are going off. And it was just this like, what is happening? You're not supposed to know what's happening. So just ride with it. You know, I think they really were hitting on those Stranger Things yes. thing. I mean, look at the movie poster for it, which I'm sure you mm -hmm. noticed the the uh, vibe of that, the, the, the uh, title treatment. I think it's the same font as Stranger Things. And it might be. It's, um, you know, the music that kind of, the, the kind of slightly throwback mm -hmm. synthesizer kind of sound to the music in some, in some ways. But one thing Mark mentioned about the, that castle on the hill, I thought, mm -hmm. oh, okay, this is going to be sort of a surreal, um, horror movie, you know, like, like you said, James Whale, like mm -hmm. some impressionistic kind of horror mm -hmm. film where you, yep. and I thought they should have gone a little bit more that way. Like it should have, I mean, in my opinion, it, it would have been for me more of what I was kind of hoping to see if it had been a, a bit, you know, less, a little bit more vague as far as when it takes place or where it takes place. Cause you know, you look at movies like, um, seven or, um, you know, even, even things like dark city or something where it's just, it takes place in the city at some point, you know, the cars are are fifties or seventies cars or something. You know what I mean, like that. Yeah, it was seven. You know, I always thought, yeah. where was seven? You know, it's, it's supposed to be New York City. I yeah. mean, I think it's supposed that to be New weird. York, yeah. but at the well, end, they're out in the desert, which is, yeah. is certainly, you know, Lancaster yeah. or Palmdale, yeah. California. You know, I guess not... I didn't really expect that because it's James Wan, so I wasn't really yeah. expecting anything surreal or hidden or cloaked like that. Except I for mean, that castle at the beginning. <laughs> castle. Well, the castle. I thought, like, okay, he's not even being subtle. We're gonna just stick this lab here like i don't right. care you know it just needs to be in this location and we don't care if it makes sense but it wasn't i i ex especially after the opening scene and then the credits i'm like hey this is gonna be kind of like these like rock and roll you know kind of you know horror movies it's gonna be kind of like blah, lots of you know yeah. scares it sort of wasn't sort of wasn't i i have to say i think this movie is very hard to define yeah <laughs> for me when i uh you know when i saw it i kind of went i was i was expecting you know, I was expecting Saw or, you know, Conjuring. I wasn't, you know, I had my expectations very low. I was like, okay, it's not going to be scary. It's not going to, so I'm watching going, yeah, it's pretty much what I thought. It got a kind of drab color palette. It's all very gray. Um, I mean, for a horror movie, it felt very calm. Like it was just sort of, it's just operating at a certain level, you know, and very, a lot of the stuff that I sort of expected, you know, I didn't see any big surprises, you know. And so, you know, I'm, I, I was kind of lulled in the, okay, I know what this movie is, you know. And then, you know, about, 70 60 percent of the 70 percent of the way through you're 
you're sort of, you know, you're getting the, the surprises, you get stuff. And then it, it takes this turn that, that took it whole next level for me. So then I was like, okay, now I, I was surprised. And then I was, you know, and I don't even want to, we'll talk about it later more specifically, right. <laughs> but, but again, it was like the sort of like, you think it's this genre, then it becomes this genre and then it becomes a whole, like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I don't even know how to describe this film. Well, it's, it's good. the plot is basically this woman uh, played by Annabelle Wallace. Her name is Madison, and she is married and she's pregnant. And it's obvious that her husband is not such a great guy. Oh, and, a terribly uh, abusive relationship. Yeah, and she's had a few miscarriages, and so she's pregnant again. And uh, something happens where he loses his temper, and he takes her Well, she head. dared to turn off the TV. That's right. Basically. Right. Yeah. And he smashes her head in the back of her head into the wall and knocks her out, you know, and this is when things really start to happen for her. And she starts seeing all these crazy grisly murders and all this, all this kind of stuff happening. She, sort yeah, she of starts just, having visions of people being murdered, which I think right. is a great concept as someone like being in the place and seeing. and the effects were very cool of like they, her environment starts melting around her and she sees people like crimes taking place is basically the conceit, yeah. which I thought was a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. And so it really, then it turns into almost like a CSI, like procedural. Mm -hmm. There's these cops come in. Of course, they're, you know, the, the police precinct is this lofty thing, you know. Oh, it was the coolest like, precinct ever. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, there's only uh, to 10 desks in this huge, you know. Yeah. Super those, high ceilings. Yeah. And they're sort of the, 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 the rote sort of, uh, you know, tech detectives, you know, doing this murder investigation. Kind of cool casting. The diverse casting was kind but of fun. There were some things in here that I thought were just like really kind of weirdly out of place. Like the, the, you know, the captain or somebody, there's a detective and then there's the coroner or whatever. And then she says, uh Oh, here comes Miss Lonely Hearts. And this character comes in who is clearly in, you know, young adult type television show mm -hmm. love with the detective. And she's like, hi. And yeah. it's like this, like what movie are we in now all of a sudden? Yeah. And then a little bit later, somebody is in a jail cell and there's like a 1970s hooker character in there mm -hmm. and other characters that w would be like in a episode of Lucy. Like if, if Lucy went to prison to jail, these would be the tough gals that would be in the, <laughs> you know, in the, in the, in the ladies jail cell. And it, there's a ton of, you know, it's like every night in, in San Francisco, they arrest like 30 um, stereotypes and put them into the There's one woman that was like Roddy Piper, basically. Yeah. It was, it was I wonder if those were Easter eggs. I, I want to find out more about, were these based on actual like prison, women in prison movies? Way. I bet be. it, it felt, felt very intentional. They might have felt, tried to match costumes or something yeah, like that. This felt this something about it just felt like, haha, get it? Yeah, <laughs> I, I think maybe if we watched so. uh, Chained Heat or something, we'd say, yes. "Oh, there's that character," you know, or you know, yeah. all those '70s uh, you know, sexploitation films, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there was a lot of weird things, like you know, yeah. the, cast, the casting of uh, Madison's sister. You know, at first, like uh, she seems like an odd choice, yeah, kind of a weird character. It's just, mm -hmm. but I didn't. It didn't bother me because it was just made it sort of an odd film. Like you know, like they were all in different movies. Like they were characters from different movies, all put together, different movies from different eras and different mm -hmm. genres, all stuck together in one movie. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> And, you know, when I saw the detective, it, for some reason, it reminded me, the Saw movies always have these, uh, the detectives are very flat. And they, they come in and they're kind of like, yeah, I guess we got a crime here. And they're just this really, you know, 
monotone, weird. And and this is no different. Like he came in, I'm like, ah, oh, yeah, this is James Wan. I can do this very flat affect to this detective. He does. He's just like, oh, we're seeing some really bad stuff, whatever. And they always have this weird sort of disconnect, but that's right. just sort of his style. And so I was expecting that. So yeah, okay. But yeah, the casting was very strange. The casting and the dialogue just seemed pointedly terrible for some reason. And so I'm like, this has to be intentional because he's not a bad filmmaker. So I'm like, I'm trying to be in on the joke. Like I feel like right. the, the worst crime you can commit crime you can commit watching this movie is taking it too seriously. I think it is is meant to be funny. I think is he's sort of having fun with us. I think it feels like it's based on older films that he's sort of bringing into the the current sort of filmmaking realm, but having a joke with it. Like it, there's a lot felt Dario Argento, a lot and felt Quentin very Tarantino. Like, a yeah. Bit. Tarantino, like, even older, like, like, you know, old slasher films old, yeah. you know, so I was getting a yeah. very nostalgic vibe from a lot of the setup on this, right. which was very, which I thought was fun, but I'm like, this is very disorient. It was very disorienting <laughs> because, you know, for, even like there's a scene in the Seattle underground uh, the weird which, sets, which is a real place, it really like, is weird to have that in a movie. <laughs> Why is this? <laughs> well, all of a sudden, there's a there's a woman who's a tour guide uh, through the Seattle. Yeah, cut to out of our cut story to, to this yeah. weird yeah, story this, for no reason. Yeah, so there's yeah. a lot of different. It's very jumbled, and mm-hmm. for the first half of the movie, I was saying, "What?" It's, it's, it's <laughs> very, very generic and very sort of predictable. But in a very odd sort of way. I yeah, the freaky it. killer who, with his lair, you know, and he's holding someone prisoner, and, and right. bleh, you know, just acting all weird. You never really saw him closely, and you know, clearly, and it just and he, it seemed very, very saw to me. He he called people on the phone to be like, yeah, yeah but the phone, the phone okay. thing, the electric, you know, wherever he, when he's around, the electricity, you know, yeah. the light starts dim, and the the radio sort of goes off, mm-hmm. and so he has some sort of connection to electricity somehow, yeah. can, which can they use. never really did anything with, honestly. <laughs> yeah. It just sort of gave him a way to speak through the mm-hmm. the radio or something, but right. it was it was, I don't know that you were saying the dialogue. It, it's like the stuff that he was saying was so like comic book style mm-hmm. threatening scary killer dialogue yeah. said in the way you know you have no idea how long exactly. i've waited for this moment <laughs> and to me that just that's not scary that's but like, it's funny it, it was i think funny. a lot of it's I mean, supposed to be funny i would was parodied but i don't know i thought that was kind of funny but, but I was expecting Saw. Like, you know, when I heard that, to me, it was just falling right into Saw. And I thought I was just seeing another Saw movie. It felt a lot like that, um, to- what was this, Tobias, um, the star of Saw, where he would, he would you know, record, he would talk to the people he was going to torture. He'd have this big monologue over the torture thing. And he'd, he'd be like, yes, you must decide. You know, it was, it was exactly the same. Like, I'm like, is this just Saw again? Because it feels like yeah. <laughs> we're just going to try and start a new franchise. Creepy yeah. guy. Yeah, I think the script, you know, there's a lot of problems with the script. I mean, I think if I read that script, I said, boy, this is horribly written. I mean, <laughs> yeah. the dialogue is brutal, you know. <laughs> but there's enough stuff going on. I think some of the set pieces kind of work for me. I think the, the choreography, as we get later in the movie, when there's some uh, uh, some fight scenes and some action stuff, they really move. And there's pretty, you know, compelling stuff to watch. And honestly, you know? to me, it seems like that, that, choreography that you're talking about which we won't talk about yet um that is the entire reason why this movie was made yes those two (laughs) scenes the two scenes we're talking about to talk about are the only reason this movie exists but you know i feel like 
the setup to those scenes of having this sort of weird hackneyed film around it, this weird, everything really gray and, and, you know, the slasher, whatever it is in the banger, just sort of lulled. I think that that you almost had to have this weird sort of bad horror movie leading up to these scenes that just will blow you out of the water. Yeah. <laughs> basically. Well, at the beginning yeah. of the film, we see something weird, you know, that, that opening scene you were talking about where that takes place in the nineties in that mm -hmm. castle on the hill, on the cliff side, <laughs> the castle on the hill of Seattle. <laughs> yeah. Right next door to the dark shat the dark shadows mansion, yeah, which is um, right by the bed, bath and beyond. It's like right. <laughs> now, where do they get their groceries? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the, um, that scene, it, it culminates in a in a one of those moments it's not a not a spoiler but there's somebody mm -hmm. in the in the facility who's just brutally murdered a whole bunch of people and then you know they they sedate this person or creature or whatever very weird looking deformed person with a with a dart gun and when mm -hmm. they drag the when they drag them away you see like little kid feet like little kid socks like mm -hmm. you know pokemon socks or whatever was going on in yeah, the that's 90s yeah right and so you're like, wow, it was a little child, you know? And then the, the doctor says, you know, put it in the chair. And they put it in the chair. And then you see this sort of blurry glimpse of this weird, distorted monster. <laughs> so you kind of know, you know, at the beginning that there is a monster of some mm -hmm. sort. And I love the line, write a camera. It's time right. to remove the cats. <laughs> it's like, yeah. what? It's, and then it's like literally like lightning and thunder. Yeah. <laughs> and then we yeah. go to this crazy rock and roll, like opening scene, you know, credits. <laughs> so, so I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was so goofy. So uh, we, we want to talk about it more and more detail, yeah. but to do that, we have to do spoilers. Yeah. So we have to, we have to, uh, we all have to hold on for a second and, and go into spoiler zone. And um, <laughs> so if you haven't seen the movie, please, you know, pause this, sound watch effect. the movie. Okay. Spoilers on. Can you zone. tell I'm doing that? Spoilers <laughs> on. Spoilers <laughs> on. <laughs> we'll just do that for another half hour. But, you know, I, I want to emphasize that if you haven't seen the movie, the whole point of this movie is not knowing anything about it. Right. And and it will not work its magic if you know anything about it. So right. even the trailer, I would say don't even watch the trailer. Really be completely at, at a loss when you start this film. or you and, and don't take it too seriously. Have a little patience with it because otherwise you will not and have the fun with it that you can have. I think that's the whole point of this film is the surprise of it. Before and before we get into the spoilers, I do. There's one scene I want to mention. It's when uh, his uh, Madison's sister goes back to the castle later in the film. Goes back to the <laughs> goes hospital. Back to the castle. Whatever. Goes back the to the haunted hospital. mansion. I, the haunted yeah, yeah. Castle. <laughs> yeah, late at night by herself, you yeah. know, to go in there, and she comes and she takes her car and she drives it right to the very edge of the cliff. You know, to park, and it's just like, what? You know, what is that? You know, it's actually just a weird <laughs> thing to put in there. You do that because it's a cool shot, I guess. But it's not. It's like a non. It's like typical of this movie. That just doesn't make any sense. That you. Would it was just dramatic. It was all for maximum drama. <laughs> you know, and also near death. You know, as we start our spoiler section, I'm going to play the trailer, and that's why I was. I wanted to wait till we got in the spoiler section because, it, honestly, <laughs> so like, be really careful about what <laughs> your readers see. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to play the trailer real fast. Maybe that scene's in this. I don't remember. Okay. Um, so here we go. 
I'm having visions. Very cool effect. Yeah, this is the melty effect you were talking mm -hmm. about. Yeah. 360 camera work. Woo! Sort of Logan's Run synthesizer. Weaver yeah. was found brutally murdered in her home this morning. Did you know her? No, but I saw her die. I'm seeing things. I'm seeing murders as they're happening. Hello. <laughs> he says his name is Gabriel. Someone from my past. Happy birthday. Whatever happened to you before you joined our family hurt you in a way that I can't even imagine. Stop saying that. Maddie, who are you talking to? Gabriel. Is he your imaginary friend? Imaginary friend? Imaginary friend? He's the devil. getting closer. He wants to talk to you. Mom, what do you know? He's coming for me. the font <laughs> it's a font it's font um okay so now we are strictly in the spoiler zone so here we go <laughs> no hold part um so uh i think there is something i heard about this film which i think was really smart um i was listening to uh the podcast bloody good horror hi guys <laughs> and there's a woman on there rachel she mentioned a sort of um cool concept i think would explain a lot about this movie because so james wan basically he did saw and kicked off a whole new genre of film basically these were super extreme torture porn films that's basically on james wan because saw was sort of one of the first super commercial successful high high concept high gore movies so her theory which i'm not sure you know the source of it or she thought of it is that um there's a maximalism to this film that James Wan is now combining with horror and sci-fi that maybe he is again trying to redefine a genre of film. And this is like his kickoff to this insane over the top sort of maximalism. And I thought that is a perfect way to explain this film because it is maximum, maximum, max, max, max. <laughs> like everything about this is over the top, crazy, weird. Like even that trailer, like the, the effects, the loud noises, the scrambling, the, yeah. And, you know, again, we'll talk about this. The last 30 minutes of this film is just balls to the wall crazy. Um, I liked that idea of that this whole 
genre that he's sort of because it doesn't really feel like a straight horror film or a straight sci-fi film or i just sort of like that idea cronenberg kind of a thing yeah well it's not like it's not like a hereditary where it's not it's like psychological or it's this is yeah this is it's 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 about the you know the images and about the noise and about the stuff and about a twist and the twist is what makes the movie because that if it wasn't if it was just sort of a run-of-the-mill thing it would just be a lot of loud noise. I mean, you know, loud noise and scary, you know, that kind of stuff doesn't impress me. But if you mm-hmm. add some interesting stuff into it, then it makes it fun. Mm-hmm. So I don't know really what, I mean, if you start maxing, it's just like throwing a lot of stuff at the screen. Well, I think just everything I maxed out. I mean, I, I, I don't think it's about throwing stuff at the screen. I think it's like every scene is sort of constructed to to lead to a maximum effect, uh, whether the way it's presented or the, like the, or the overwrought um, Where, whether it makes sense or not, because there's, like there's yeah. no no subtlety, right? right. Yes, exactly. and there's a lot of it doesn't really make. If you really tear, tear it apart, it doesn't make a hell of a lot of sense. I mean, certain scenes, like, how, how could that happen? You know, it's which is okay because mm-hmm. he's just saying, "Who cares? I'm just going to keep going right. for it." You know? It's all for effect. Right. You know, I uh, um, I watched it twice because the first time I didn't. I feel like I missed out because I wasn't. Uh, paying attention to the first half because I thought it was going to be one of those movies. And then, and, then, and then when it kicked off, I was like, whoa. So I'm like, okay, now I need to rewatch it with a new appreciation of what he was trying to do. So when I rewatched it, I saw a lot more, way more foreshadowing than I realized was in the film. A lot more started making more sense. It all started connecting. Because when you're watching it at first, you think there's some weird killer. He's coming to get her. He probably worked at the lab, you know, blah, blah. So that's sort of where I was thinking oh there's some guy out for revenge he's trying to track people down from the hospital like whatever um and then it became this whole other insane idea and the reveal of that idea i was like what the fuck am i seeing right now my god i mean i was literally like aghast when they started (laughs) showing some of these reveals and you know i i'm not easily impressed by movies like that i don't feel the like what you know but i i did feel that Well, should we tell them what the? Uh... <laughs> well, yeah, we can, we can, we can kind of go into it a little bit. Well, <laughs> well, obviously, the title of the movie makes a hell of a lot of sense. Totally does. It's like the title is fantastic because mm-hmm. basically, the killer Gabriel is this malignancy that is on the back of Madison's head. It's like a twin, not even right? malignant, a, like just a, like a, a, paras- a, par- a parasitic twin. twin. Mm-hmm. Parasitic twin, right? Okay, and. That parasitic twin has been with her, you know, her whole life, but somehow in her brain, sort of like quiet, like asleep, like asleep. But when her Mm -hmm. husband, you know, banged her head against the wall, it's sort of, you know, and there was a lot of always blood, you know, on the Mm -hmm. back of her head. And it makes sense why she kept having Mm -hmm. blood because, you know, Gabriel is opening up her, the back of her head and coming out and wreaking havoc. A little bit of his brain was tucked back into her brain. (laughs) Which I love that. To remove the body of Gabriel. They mo- removed his body and basically killed him. But there was a little yeah. bit, their brains, there was this little thing saying that their brains are connected. They share a common brain. Yeah. And so during this scene where they're showing the surgery, they, they couldn't cut her brain in half. Mm-hmm. So they just, there's a shot where they're literally shoving brain like, <laughs> into a skull and then it putting was... like the lid back on a skull. It's like, let's just put it back. Okay, yeah. we're done. Sew them up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so funny. It was so weird. But of course, that little bit of Gabriel's brain that was still in her mind was dormant, you know, I guess mm-hmm. post uh, surgical shock or whatever for all these years and then and then the uh 
the uh, abusive husband throws her against the wall and wakes him up, and then he he is angry that his body has been surgically removed, I guess, and mm-hmm. so he uses her body to get revenge on all the people that did the surgery and the people that right. um, you know yeah. wronged wronged him. But you never get a sense of sadness from him, which I kind of you know when you see something like a David Cronenberg film. Or even, I mean, go back to, you guys remember that movie Basket Case? Yep. Yeah, I thought of Basket yep. Case. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Frank Lannelotter. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, it, even that film had a little bit of the, of the tragedy of such a thing, you know, like, I mean, I wish in this film that I had, f- had felt something for Gabriel, you know, but, you know, he was just a monster. He was just a rah, 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 monster. And they cut him off. And then at the end, he's just like, you know, I'm going to kill everything. You know, well, they did have that one little moment where he's in the room with his birth mother. And, you know, Madison's always there because <laughs> he's riding right. her, basically. And she's she's ta- see he stops. They have that quiet moment where she's like, Gabriel, you just have to forgive me. Please forgive right. me. And he does stop. He's like wow, maybe that is all I needed. And then, of course, you know, they fucking ruin it by running in and trying to kill him. And ah! yeah. But you had a feeling, and they were, and even they were like, no, stop, don't do it, because they were kind of getting through to him for a second. They realized he was yeah. just this hurt child who was just acting out in a terrible way because he had always felt wounded and rejected because they tried to kill him. They chose, you know, and, you know, mm-hmm. I would choose Madison over the little T-Rexy arms right. <laughs> that they had, <laughs> which I loved. Yeah. Um but, but I thought big, that was sort of the little, I mean, it was literally probably like 10 seconds of, of like you were talking about that sad sort of sympathy for like one second of how it would right. feel to be so just terribly rejected in the worst way, but it didn't last very long. <laughs> but the, but the real big sort of uh, thing that you really want to kind of watch this movie so that you get to see this is the, um, there is this backwardsness to the, oh. to to some of the choreography because um Gabriel was attached to her back and yes. he was looking out from her back and she was looking forward so whenever you saw the the monster at the beginning of the film when you were looking at Gabriel the monster it was on the back of the little girl you know so then right. so the idea is that Gabriel is the back of her and mm-hmm. she is the front of her and so when when she turns into, I mean, she becomes Gabriel. It's almost like you know when a, a person becomes a werewolf, they're mm-hmm. still facing forward. <clears throat> but when a per, you know, Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde kind of situation, which is what this is. But w- what's cool about this movie is that when she becomes her Mister Hyde, it it is her same body. She doesn't go through any yeah. any. Um, radical kind of transformation where she grows fur and fangs or anything. It's like the back of her head kind of opens up and you see this half formed face in there, which I think it opens up because he, he hurt her head, you know? Yeah. And she like kind of pulls it. She pulls it open. So (laughs) gross. Oh my God. And exposes this weird face. The cool thing becomes that he operates on a backwards body. So yeah. he, she kind of does this thing where she you know, twists her arms, like her arms become like double jointed. Right. And then he's moving around with this weird agility. Beautiful. Backwards, you know, like running backwards, jumping backwards, Insane. grabbing people backwards and throwing chairs backwards. It was incredible. It was weird. I think they did it with CGI. Not no, really they sure did it with 
there's a contortionist named Marina Mazeppa. I want to oh. make sure we talk about her. She oh, was okay. actually a contestant on season 14 of America's Got Talent. That is all fucking in camera shit. Oh, so wow. she she's a contortionist, and they they apparently spent months choreographing this Whoa. insane. Wow. So when you're watching this, it's a whole other appreciation, and that's why it's so freaky because yeah. they had to figure out a way to make her move in reverse but still work as if a forward movement is happening. So everything she's doing with, and then we have, you know, Madison's head, like in a trance asleep on technically the back of Gabriel's head. Yeah. It's the most insane, like action, like just your mind is just spinning from like, how the hell did they ever figure out how to make this happen? Like I was so orienting. It's blown away. It was gorgeous. And you know, it starts, you know, the shit's getting good when you get to jail, when, when Madison's (laughs) thrown into jail, that's when all the shit starts getting good. This is when the movie completely becomes another movie. And it just between that and the police station scene, like you were saying, Burke, this is the whole reason this movie's here. Right. You've watched yeah. 40 <laughs> minutes or more of a setup to these scenes. And it is fucking worth every minute because yeah. those were spectacular. Yeah. Like, I just get Ah, They were and, just and beautiful. Be- and before that, there's a scene where the cop is chasing uh, Gabriel slash Madison through, uh, you know, whatever, you know, through the city. And that's really, really cool, yeah. you know, jumping yeah. around and stuff. So the action mm-hmm. stuff is first rate. Mm. I mean, it's really brilliant. Amazing. And that jail scene is is just nuts. Oh, yeah. Best thing I've seen. Nuts all because year. It, it is like the 1970s jail. Scene. <laughs> the jail. First of all, it's a huge cell, <laughs> and there's all these weird characters. A woman's peeing in the corner on the toilet. You know, this, this is weird. That's totally it's, weird. I think it's the same jail cell that Mary Tyler Moore went to in the episode. <laughs> and I think Lucy <laughs> from Here's Lucy and Here's uh, Lucy. Yeah. And I would not doubt that that was all totally intentional to make this seem super hokey because yeah. when they bring in this sort of Matrix level you know, bizarre action that I've never seen before. It was like, cause you're sort of prime seeing this very traditional, like, Oh, here's someone from the seventies. Oh, and here's someone from Barry Tyler Moore. And here's right. someone from, you know, they live. It's like, so you're watching this and you're like sort of lulled. So when this starts, you know, when it starts going down when she like starts going into her convulsion or whatever, right. it's like, cause they bang her around, they're beating her up and it, yeah. it enrages yeah. Gabriel. Well, they're trying to kick her to death in the jail <sighs> yeah. cell. Which yeah. Is like, and where the hell were the cops, man? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> God, they get back there and there's like body parts everywhere. This is this a seven, seventies women's prison. Yeah, so, the 1970s they just turn the other way you know it's folks, is, every time you go to jail <laughs> that happens so make sure that you wear armor there's um, like really really terrible people in there yeah, terrible all people, of them and only one policeman comes by about every three hours yeah. <laughs> so they could do whatever they want everything okay in there <laughs> what's going on in there um so that that alone when that happened that made me completely reevaluate and end up loving this movie because it was it was pretty average and then i don't know some about the the pure like joy of this insanity just made me completely love this film and the, so when i went back to watch it again knowing all this after all of a sudden i started seeing all these beautiful foreshadowing moments like so beautifully shot like this 360 camera work is that camera works incredible like even that underground chasing just insane so they have this great scene of her standing and and all of a sudden gabriel steps out you don't even see him steps out from behind her Right. And so you see him separating from her. It's like these great foreshadowing moments. There's her looking in the mirror and suddenly Gabriel like, so, and she even has a line where she goes, this is all in my head, you know, right, right at the yeah. very yeah. opening scene. Yeah. So you're getting all these great foreshadowing moments describing everything is happening. And then let alone, let's talk about this amazing murder weapon, which <laughs> was fucking great. The super sharp trophy knife with the wings yeah. on it. Oh my God. Yeah. I want that for Halloween so bad. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's a caduceus, right? It's like the medical symbol. Yes. Yeah. So a he's scene stabbing where you see her, the the doctor doing a Her doing scene. a video, and that trophy is behind her, and it's it's pretty. It's like a trophy that you probably wouldn't really make because it's got a very sharp point at the top, <laughs> yeah, exactly. and um, it looks very dangerous. And of course, it becomes a. But um, I love that. So of course iconic. he would use that because yeah. the whole reason Gabriel is Gabriel is because of this horrible science medical tragedy perpetuated on him. So. You know, his whole point is to go after all the people in the hospital who who tried to kill him. So he's right. basically on a mission to kill every person at the hospital, which is what's happening, you know, right. in terrible ways. And, you know, Madison sees it. And and also, like, just the, it just kind of boggles my mind how you think of this concept and how you make it happen on screen. So I'm also impressed by that. Like, she is there, but she's not there. So they have the 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 environment melting around her as you saw in the trailer and then gabriel's perpetuating all the violence and she's kind of st- you know frozen in the room watching it all happen and then there's a couple moments when they they have the same effect during the police station thing where she still sees herself sitting in the cell because it's the mm-hmm. last thing she remembers so she's sitting right. in the cell and all of a sudden the cops saying madison i know you're in there and she's sort of like waking up going what oh, what and she sort of sees for a second what gabriel sees then she goes back to what she sees I, I just blows my mind how they managed well, to make to that me, real. It just seemed like a type of film that they might have had to do some test footage or work some stuff mm-hmm. out before they went ahead and started yeah. making it just to see if it would work. Because it's one yeah. of those concepts, the whole backwards thing is such a weird concept that it might not have worked. You know, it mm-hmm. might have been something that they just couldn't get to work. It, it's like, nah, this is not going to, this is not going to play well. It's going to be laughable or it's going to be like, weird looking but in a comical way or yeah, a, yeah. or a cartoon contortionist way. and yeah. i bet they, they, I bet, I bet they did some with cgi and went because you know it would have ruined it because yeah. it wouldn't have given it that grounded nostalgic almost sort of you know, the 80s horror movie feel to have a bunch of digital effects so i love i mean i think that's also what makes the film is that they have a real person in there doing these stunts and you feel that groundedness you feel the reality of this person even though they're probably on wires and spinning around jumping it still there's felt of, there's definitely a bit of augmentation going on augmentation yeah. though but not full digital i mean this person was doing this choreography and uh, they did a great job i mean marina just, i mean she she i think the whole movie owes her a huge huge debt because she made this movie <laughs> You know why this movie, I, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people are talking about it's, it's successful. It's like we love a legitimately good earned twist yeah. in movies. And they're very hard to come by. You yeah. know, like I go back to The Sixth Sense. That's one of the best twists ever. This is a really good one because you just, you don't know it, you know, and you don't want to spoil it for anybody else. You want yeah. people to, uh, you know, to to experience it themselves. And that makes the film. And then, and they pay it at the last half hour, 45 minutes, it works. They, <laughs> yeah. they, they bring it. So, um, so it's a fun movie. It's impressive in a lot of ways. It has a lot of weirdness to it and a lot of like not great stuff in it, but overall it's, it's a fun movie to watch. I say it's probably the best worst movie I've ever seen. Like it's, it's really great and really terrible all at the same time. And for some reason I just love it <laughs> and I, I can't explain it. It's, I feel like I had a, a friend I was talking to, um, and he said, I feel like this movie is for people like you and me who have had a lifelong education in horror. And this was specifically made for us to appreciate <laughs> and that no one else who's not obsessed with horror would get it. Like, I think people watch it and they they take it too seriously. 
they don't understand the history of like any of the gags and all the buildup and the stuff that's sort of nostalgic callouts in the film. Right. They don't understand. So even though I feel like half of that was almost subliminal in my brain, I don't, I can't even apply why this scene felt Dario Gento to me, why this scene felt like, you know, stranger things. Why it's like that, that to me is why it was so great because it, it got into this sort of subconscious brain of, of horror, you know, love and then said, have it, take it love right. it you know <laughs> just and i'm gonna not hold back at one punch not one and they didn't and i i think too i want to bring up to the the reveal of gabriel where they're watching the video and you see this cute little girl and she's you know clearly they're you know it's in that that same lab that's in the castle on the hills you know? yeah. Yeah. and the camera spins around and the hair in the back is parted and there is this insane creature on her back and that was so that was no of those scenes of like, ah, like, what am I seeing? Like, it was so freaky. And how do you do that to someone who has seen literally everything in a horror movie? Like, the fact that he was able to impress me on any level, <laughs> just like, I just yeah. have to give credit for that. It was yeah, just yeah. amazing. Well, you know what it reminded me of um, more than anything, more than more than Cronenberg or more than Basket Case or anything. It reminded me of Japanese horror manga, mm. manga. Mm -hmm. um, there's a, there's a, genre of manga horror you know there's like whole towns in japan that are famous because that's where this very popular horror comic book artist grew up or whatever and so you can see everywhere these little weird distorted monsters and a lot of the japanese uh horror horror stories have to do with deformities and things like that because that's yeah. considered mm -hmm. to be like a really yep. scary gross horror horror thing in, in japan <laughs> And, uh, and, you know, like conjoined twins and things like that and, and uh, bodies morphing, you know, body horror type stuff. And some of the Japanese horror comics, the, they're culturally different from what we, a lot of Asian countries have a different vibe on horror. And I think James Wan has got a little tapped into that a bit, you know, and yeah. it's, uh, um, it's something like when you visit a another you know like an asian country like japan and you look at their horror movies or you look at their horror comics or you go to thailand or something mm -hmm. and look at their horror tv show they'll have like these super popular tv shows that are horror based and they tend to there's things like this movie you know in that i don't know it's hard to explain but i, I don't want to use the word cheesy but it's there's a cheesiness to it with the well, rock with the music them? and the yeah mm -hmm. well, and suddenly well, there's colored lights and suddenly yep. there's like a, the camera angle goes wonky and maximum. Suddenly, <laughs> yeah, it goes into this sort of overdrive yep. and, and it's, and it's something like the backwards person, the monster in this movie is right out of a Japanese horror comic. Yeah, I think, yep. you know, yeah. The way well, I he think looks like, in the face. I mean, James Wan is Australian, but you know, so he's familiar with that. He's a you know, Chinese derivation, but he's, um, he's tapped into that. I agree with you hundred yeah. percent. I think it's some of those old Japanese films. I can, I remember, I'm not sure if house really that film house is oh, so, yeah. so weird yeah. and has that vibe and some other ones that I can't think of the names of, but it has that feeling, you know, but just yeah. with a much bigger budget and much better special effects and all that kind of stuff. So well, even mm -hmm. things, yep. you know, the Chinese stuff, the, um, like Chinese ghost story. Remember those movies? Yeah. Exactly. Yep. The, with yes. The, you know, yeah. the monster that has yeah. the fingers that yeah. grow really long and right. her tongue right. comes flying out of her mouth yeah. and wraps yeah. around people. And they always seem to have that kind of dark gray, you know, environment. Like there's always these apartments that look like they're actually kind of a right. basement or something. And that movie had that, this movie had that feel too. And also the hair, 
Like she had this long yeah. dark hair, and so Gabriel yeah, has this hair, yeah. very similar to stuff like the ring, like the super creepy oh, long hair that grudge. obscures your face. Or, which is something that I've talked to my Asian friends who mm-hmm. like horror films, and they're like, "That's scary." You know, yes. If you the go, hair. In fact, <laughs> I remember there's a really popular um, horror television show that I watched with with my wife's aunt. You know, she really likes it, and it was supposedly like the scariest thing. This is like the <laughs> hardcore scary, and the there was a uh, the creature on it was this woman and she's wearing you know like a white nightgown and her face is like this and she has like stringy wet black hair hanging down and there were like obvious right off camera green lights shining on her moving around and so the shadows were changing it was like you know to to certain cultures that's not cheesy to us it's cheesy they look at things that we think are really scary and they're like yeah it's cheesy right yeah and very cultural it is right. very cultural what <laughs> what scares you and and what makes you laugh you know there's it's interesting to go to a comedy film in japan or mm. or china or thailand you know but a horror, horror horror is something that is very different in different countries and i think what james wan is probably trying to do whether he's conscious of it or not i think he probably is he's a smart guy but what he's trying to do is to appeal to everyone i think he probably wants this to be able to play in the asian exactly. markets as well yeah. as the That's american right. market so it's got american scares and it's got asian scares it's true it's yeah it's an international scary film yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and it's, it's also his, you know, he started with Saw. Then, of course, mm-hmm. you know, he went and uh, did Insidious and Conjuring. But then he went off and did Aquaman and uh, right. Fast and yes, Furious. Yes, that's right. So he went in, so he got his you know action chops. And the, but the, he's coming back home to the stuff I think he really likes. He's not, a, again, yeah. not a subtle filmmaker. No. He's right. not trying to create super, you know, emotional connection at all. He's all about, like, the pure entertainment. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you see his name on a movie, you, you should know what you're going to get. He gives it to you, you know? Yeah. yeah. But I think I'm going to watch it again for a second time. I might uh, watch it with my uh, wife and daughter, see what they think. You know? I have a little I have a little clip of the fight scene. We can just show like a little scene. Okay. I'll turn the sound off because we can talk over it. But right. you can kind of see um, a little bit of the, yeah. uh, I know it's pretty nasty. The the face on the back of the head is right. like super creepy to me. Like yeah, you don't yeah. really see, but this is this none of this stuff is um, CGI. This is like a woman, and this isn't even the 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 best of it. But just right. the, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love that. I just love that. Yeah. Stuff. That's so the, it's like it's that sort of what you get um, when you're going to see this film. Is this yeah. just over the top, just like nuttiness? Um, <laughs> so and, I just and lost lots, share. Of, lots of bloodletting. There's a, yeah, there's a so good much. amount of gore. So, um, yeah. but overall, I can see why it's popular. It's you a brutal. It's brutal. It's a brutal, bloody <laughs> film. But it's done like you keep, like we all keep saying that it's done in this sort of over the top way. Mm-hmm. That yeah, you know, it's like yeah. that person who just got her head smashed in. Yeah. you don't care about that person. No. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> nope. It's also fast too. And you know, yeah. I, a lot of people don't like this movie, and I and I understand that too. This isn't. This isn't the film that everybody's going to like. And I think you have to know, um, you won't really know until you see it if you're that person or not, because I feel like it's just, it's pure entertainment, fantastic special oh. effects, clever so, use of, you know, camera work, um, very glossy and fun. But, you know, you don't really care about any of these people that much. You know, you, the characters are pretty, you know, shallow. But um, 
you know, we're, we're, we're supposed to have a lot of sympathy for Madison because she's apparently had a lot of miscarriages and, you know, she lost the last baby too when her husband hit her head against the wall. And then you find out Gabriel's actually absorbing fetuses and that's how he got strong. So right. by the time he was released, he was like at full power. So, right. you know, that yeah, was sort three, of the free baby power. Yeah. yeah. I was about to, was like, <laughs> fetus power. Like how much, how does that translate <laughs> into it? what horsepower, baby power? Like? <laughs> apparently it is very powerful. <laughs> but you know you don't really you don't really care that much and so when you see all the violence happening there is that sort of disconnect where you know it's mostly just spectacle and it's not anything worse than i see in a video game but it's just you know just so unexpected and again just the 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 long setup to this reveal is so powerful that you know it's a it's a super fun um, jolt and it's also a great reveal that the, uh, you know, Gabriel's lair is the attic of Madison's house. You know, that was awesome. Yeah. Like, right. Oh shit. You know? And, you, and but, you realize, Oh, that's why she never heard him up there. <laughs> <laughs> and I love the cops are so dumb. They're like, well, obviously you did it. She goes, how could I do it? I was home. And they're like, how do we know you're home? It's like, yeah. I guess we don't know that. <laughs> Yeah, well, the thing about this movie for me is that I'm not I'm not a huge fan of this kind of film. I I yeah. I didn't hate this movie, but I can't really say that I loved it. Or right, and I would only recommend it to people who are a certain type of people, like yes, Kathy. not for everyone. <laughs> yeah, for the Kathy who'll watch literally anything and like it. <laughs> Those kind of people, people with no taste whatsoever. Yeah. I would recommend it to people like Kathy, but I don't Very know if I would recommend bar. it to just about anyone. You no. know, I was I was recommending Hereditary to people that who who I know aren't huge horror fans, but who are fans of really carefully made strange movies, and they tended to like it. They were like, "Yeah, I'm not a big horror." Movie. I'm like, "Watch it," and you know. But this one, I don't think I would recommend to anyone. It's not. It's but- not subtle. It's that's funny. I, I did not. I, I feel like Hereditary was one of those films I wouldn't recommend to everyone because it to me that was a genuinely disturbing film. Yeah. Like that to me was pure horror. Like I, you know, this movie was fun. Hereditary was not fun. Hereditary but it was not like fun. so. Yeah. And so when I, mean, I recommended it to people, I'm like, keep in mind it's pretty heavy duty. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not well, yeah, like I was, super. I was gory, very. But, I was careful about who I recommended yeah. Hereditary to, but and in this film, I'm like, they go, is it good? I'm like. Yeah, kind of. Well, here's so the you thing. have to be. <laughs> you know when you go to the when you go to um a a carnival or something or like Coney Island or one of those old-timey things and there's the spook house, you know, the horror house or the horror mansion or whatever. It's not Disneyland. It's not Disneyland haunted mm-hmm. mansion. Yeah. It's it's like one of those dark rides that you get in and it's like rubber puppet heads popping out. <laughs> and it's cheesy and it's stupid and it's yeah. loud and it's ridiculous but those are fun i mean how can you not enjoy going through something that nutty and cheesy Mm -hmm. and it's surprising and you come out of that thing laughing you know you come out of the ride laughing and you're like let's let's ride that again that's stupid (laughs) yeah this is not a scary film i would not call malignant scary at all i wasn't scared it was pure action um, it had a lot of gore in it but yeah but this is not not necessarily a horror film i almost consider more of an action film yeah, just with extra gore. With some horror yeah. overtones. Yeah. I would, some... I would actually consider it to be a horror film. I don't a lot know. of compound I... fractures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's not scary, though. It's just no, it's not, not scary. You know, I didn't find it scary. It's one of those no, modern horror films that has things in it that are supposed to be scary, but just aren't scary to me. Yeah. And, uh, but I, you know, you, you kind of, there's tro. it's the idea of tropes. There's things that happen in this, and you're like, okay, there's that one. There's that one. There's yeah, I mean, it's one. not relatable horror. I think that's right. part of it too. You know, yeah. you, it's it's so over the top and so obscure and weird that um, 
I don't feel like it's some like hereditary. I feel like it was so grounded. You feel like this is something that could happen to me. How would I react right. if this was happening to me? I, right. This movie, I'm like, this has never happened to me. This, is, this I mean, <laughs> yeah. Burke's analogy of a fun house, yes. like an old school fun house, really fits to this film. I mean, yeah. if, that's, if you're in the mood yep. for something like that, just with, you know, high end effects, a little bit better you know. production value. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. <laughs> yeah. With a really but, cool contortionist in it. <laughs> yeah. But with a similar vibe, you know, like, mm -hmm. you know, you go into this so thing, that you know what you're going to get, you know that you're not going to go to the haunted house at Coney Island and, yeah. and be changed or think, wow, I want to spend the rest of my life making spook houses at carnivals. <laughs> you know, it's not going to, it's not going to transform you into a fan of, of, you know, these things, but well, you're going to have fun and you're yeah. going to laugh and you're going to come out of it saying that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, don't you take know, this movie seriously and you'll enjoy it. Like yeah. I know people that don't like it. And I think they're just taking it way too seriously. Well, it's almost I mean, like you remember the old um Toby Hooper film, Life Force, which you know yes. was <laughs> and and awful and terrible. Everybody hated it. But it, that has stuck around as being a fun movie because it's mm -hmm. just so ridiculous and over yeah. the top and it's 40 different movies put pushed in together. And it's it's very likable. It's a film I can always watch because it's just so <laughs> strange. It makes me you know? say, "What the hell am I looking at? What am I seeing?" <laughs> I was saying that during this and film. I like, love, what the hell? I love that you gotta, about. You got to give points to anybody who does that, especially That's with right. a decent budget. You know, so it's like yeah. Total Recall. Remember Total Recall? There was some things <laughs> oh in that gosh. movie that were like, "What am I seeing? The hell? Yeah, who would do? Out. Yeah, <laughs> who would decide in. to do that in a film? That's so weird and out of out Paul of yeah. Yeah. And he'll do yeah that because he'll he doesn't yeah. care you know yeah yeah he, anyway. like robocop and all those right. very yeah. violent film right. but right. and you're like god how can this be any more violent and then it gets more violent you know yeah, and you're like wow i get more violent. but again this movie is basically worth watching just for those two scenes so it's kind of yes. worth like i would say if you want to see something you've never seen before um it would be worth sitting through it for that absolutely and it's well shot i mean it's, it's if beautiful you, if it's you, well produced you know if you like horror films if you like crazy you know you know the, and you, I, you know what I'm talking about. If you yes. like those kind of movies, but I like, <laughs> yeah, it is intentionally campy, and I think intentionally kind of bad. I mean, I think he intentionally wanted to make this this slocky, you know, horror film, you know, yeah. and horror action film, and it, do not take it seriously, and just let it be be its bad self. Yeah. It's a popcorn. <laughs> sit down and watch it. You know, yeah. It oh, it's a great popcorn movie. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> All right. Well, that was our yeah. take on *Malignant*. I think. You know, very stages of liking it. You know, yep. Kathy, yep. you liked it the most. I think mm -hmm. Rick, you liked it the least. I think I'm in the middle. <laughs> you just have to watch it again, Mark, yeah. and you'll appreciate it more. <laughs> gotcha. gotcha. Okay. <laughs> it is one of those movies, watching it twice kind of movies, where it informs the entire film once you see the ending. So it's right, kind of fun right, that right. way. I think I'll do that. All right. <laughs> All right. That cool. was fun. All righty. Yeah. See I, I wasn't time. too hard on it, but you no. were not too hard. You're very no. nice about it. All right. Yeah. 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 If you <laughs> gave it the props it needed that it actually deserved. I gave it probably way too much credit. <laughs> yeah, well, really yeah. And, uh, like, like Mark, uh, says there. I know we should do that a lot that sooner, in. like at the beginning, because <laughs> yeah. no one made, made it this far into the podcast. <laughs> Throw in the jump scare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Boom. There's a James Wan moment for you. <laughs> yeah, right when you right when you least expect. <laughs> and then we can only do it again. backwards. Yeah. I'll <laughs> right, uh, see you next time. Yeah, it was fun. Take care, all. Bye, Bye everybody. Bye. Bye.